Hi, and welcome to my podcast. This podcast is all about being an Adderall addict and overcoming ADHD and depression with thought, action, self-love, and some Adderall. If you do not struggle with addiction, then this podcast is probably not for you, but I did. I want to help those of you that are struggling and are in the same mindset that I was to find some recovery, to find some hope, to find some peace, and to settle into your own joy. I'm not a doctor. I am not advising anyone to stop taking a prescribed medication. I am not judging anyone who takes a prescribed medication in order to function in their life. I was there for a long time, and I do strongly believe that the drug helped me when nothing else could have helped me in my life. I understand how it feels to go from feeling like the drug is helping you to feeling like you want the drug out of your life. I hope that something that I say during these episodes can really help you, and thank you so much for tuning in. Please enjoy. Hi, and welcome to my podcast. Welcome to episode number eight. In this episode, I want to answer some questions that have been asked to me. And I also want to talk a little bit about depression because ADHD and depression go hand in hand. And I used Adderall for depression in the beginning because the ADHD that I was dealing with caused me a lot of depression. And so the depression was kind of the gateway into me figuring out that I had ADHD. So first off, I do want to answer some questions that people have asked me. It seems like a lot of people are kind of struggling with with some of the same things that I went through. So it's really nice to get the feedback from everybody and to know that that it's being appreciated and that you guys are kind of going through the same thing and just wondering where I came from and how I dealt with certain things. So one of the questions that somebody asked me was, what was my journey to taking the medication as prescribed to becoming an addict? Um, I don't believe that you have to miss I don't believe that you have to abuse a prescription in order to be an addict if that makes sense um I was addicted to Adderall from the first first one I took I took it and the feeling was so good I got so much relief I got so energized I got so engaged in the world around me because it just completely lifted this veil of depression from me that I was addicted right away. Um, I don't think that a doctor prescribing you one or two and then you taking three or four makes you an addict. A doctor prescribing you one or two and you taking the one or two for however many years, you're still an addict um, because you need it and you're prioritizing the drug over 
over whatever you're prioritizing it over. Um, so I believe I was an addict right away, the first minute I took it. Somebody, the same person, asked me, did I obsess over my next pill? Yes, I did. From the minute I took it, I wanted to take another one. I wanted to make sure that I didn't run out. I wanted to make sure that I that I was going to have it when I needed it because when it right when it went away it's like you can feel it when it goes away and it would ruin the rest of my day sometimes I would be really agitated I would just not be happy and if I wasn't going to take another Adderall I would have to do something to substitute I would have to drink a cup of coffee smoke weed go drink um, something in order to fill that void in order to make it so I didn't have to come down off the Adderall. Um, so yes, I obsessed. And, and towards the very end and in my last days with the drug, I hyper-obsessed. I was completely consumed. I, I did not want to live my life without it. I, my whole world revolved around it. Um, I would run out, so I started getting a prescription to diet pills, and I would take both at the same time because I was trying to make sure that the Adderall would affect me the same way, and I didn't want to run out of a stimulant medication, so I was taking both at the same time, which is really bad for you. I don't think anyone should do that. Um really bad for you and the come down off of all that which was his next question he said the come down is hell how'd you handle the crash the come down was hell especially the first time I tried to get off the medication the very first time I took the medication in high school I didn't really notice the come down because I wasn't I wasn't taking it from a doctor, I was taking it from a friend in high school, but it did really help me. And when we stopped associating with one another is when I stopped taking it, stopped taking it. So I didn't really notice the come down because I just kind of started drinking and using in so many other ways to fill that, that void, to fill that, that addiction craving that I had in me and I didn't notice anything really. It was kind of nice actually not being on the Adderall after that because I did notice after taking it for almost two years that I was, it was changing who I was. I didn't care about people the same way. I was really easily irritated. I just wanted more and more. It made me very unaware of people's feelings. Um, it didn't make me a better person in the end. At the beginning, I think we get that dopamine rush and we get that feeling of being high and like wanting to change everything about our lives and be a better person. But after a very short period of time, drugs really lose that effect. And also there's no there's not usually any follow through with that. I think it's very rare that people actually follow through with those feelings or at least for a long time. Um, 
the second time I got really addicted to Adderall, the come down was complete and total hell because I did not want to stop taking it at all. At this point, I had been diagnosed with ADHD. I had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I had been diagnosed with depression. I had been diagnosed with anxiety. So here I am thinking all these things are wrong with me. And then I stumble upon Adderall again in my life. And I start doing more research on ADHD. And at this point, I really think that I need it. But I also really know that I have a problem because I was, I was taking more than I was supposed to take. I was taking a different type of stimulant medication as well. I was out of control with my, my personality. Um, I knew I had to stop taking it. So I, I gave it a shot and it was really hard for me. I went through a severe depression. I was so emotional from that depression that I, there were a lot of days I couldn't, I couldn't function. I could barely work. I took some time off of work. Luckily, this was during COVID and the timing was kind of in my favor so to where I, I could take the time off of work. That was definitely the grace of God. Um, I, I spent a lot of time crying. I spent a lot of time wishing that I could take it. I spent a lot of time not understanding not understanding that I was still the same person without it. That was one thing that really held me back. Um, and I think it holds a lot of people back. The more I research and the more I watch videos and listen to people with ADHD that are on the medication is they say, this drug makes me who I am. I cannot be myself. I will not succeed. I, I'm not able to do these things without this drug. And I thought that way too. I really thought that way. And I'm a girl that's been through so much. I've been through a lot. I don't have time to talk about all of it on this podcast episode. But over the course of this podcast, I'm sure I'll go into some of it. And I was somebody who could barely make conversation in public. I could barely find words. I could barely read a page in a book. I could. I didn't pass any of my math classes in high school because I would leave the math class and I would go to the bathroom and I would eat hot Cheetos. <laughs> that's how much I didn't want to be around people. And that's also like, who does that? That's not cute. <laughs> it's not really sanitary. Um, I just had no social skills. I didn't know how to be myself. I didn't, I didn't think I would ever find myself. And Adderall helped me find myself. So when we find something like that, you don't want to give it up. I didn't want to give it up. I was so afraid to lose myself because I felt like I just found myself. And it's, we go through so much with the ADHD where we get picked on in school maybe because we're awkward, because we're not the same socially as other people. And people can call ADHD what they want. It can come from wherever it comes from. 
It can be fake to one person, real to another person. It's there. It is there in some people more than it is in other people. I think everybody struggles with a little bit of it at some point in time. But some people have more symptoms than other people. And it's, it's really difficult to deal with when your symptoms are out of control and you don't know what's going on. And then you have a doctor that tells you, take this, everything will be fine. You still have to do the work. You still have to work on your emotions and do some cognitive behavioral therapy and read books and learn about your symptoms and how you're handling them and how to interact with people. You still have to do that. But it's a lot of work. And I was guilty of just wanting the shortcut, just wanting to take the pill and have everything be fine. Thank God I was still working on myself. But the last days with the medication were very dark for me when I tried to get off of it. I didn't want to. I thought about self-harm. I, I would spend hours a day in my apartment crying, not wanting to socialize with people, not even knowing how to put an outfit together. As a as a woman, as a human being, standing in front of your closet, getting ready to go to work, and not knowing how to how to put your outfit together, not even feeling like you have the mental capacity to do that, was one of the most defeating feelings I've ever had in my whole life. And it sounds silly, but those are the kinds of things that I would struggle with. It was just like organizing myself, getting to places on time, being engaged with the people around me. I thought that I needed the Adderall to do all of that. I really did. Um, and I guess that can kind of lead me into what I wanted to talk about next, which was the depression. I didn't realize at the time that what was really holding me back from developing the skills to be super organized and to be punctual all the time and to be actively engaged in the world around me even when I wasn't too into the information but I just I wanted to listen so that I can learn things here and there what was really holding me back from that was depression honestly um, I was so depressed and didn't understand how to clear myself of that that I was using the Adderall thinking that I have this 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 disorder that needs to be fixed with the pill so I can focus when now I've taken the time to work on my depression and it's difficult it's very difficult to want to work on it because it hurts to bring all that stuff up to figure out why you feel like you feel but I feel like I'm on the Adderall because I'm focused, I'm more organized, I'm more aware of my time and I'm working on my time management all the time. I'm happy, I'm energetic, I feel great. I still have days where I feel depressed, 
it still happens to me. It actually happened to me recently. And I've worked on it, so I didn't go back to the Adderall. But if I hadn't worked on it in a natural way, that would have been a trigger for me to think this is why I need the Adderall. Because that depression that sits inside of you, if you don't work on it and if you just mask it with Adderall, alcohol, marijuana, any, any drug, you are never going to have the energy that you're taking that drug to have that we naturally have as human beings as a gift from God. And I believe in God. I do. I believe God is in all of us. I believe God is, is in the good and the bad. Whatever you can take from any situation that helps you grow is a form of God. Um, and depression is, is something that can come up when you least expect it, but it's a sign that you need to be dealing with something from your past that hurt you, that, that maybe you just haven't sat down and thought about. And once you do sit down and think about it and write about it and, Maybe say sorry to somebody from your past or maybe forgive yourself or maybe talk to somebody about something that happened and they end up apologizing to you, whatever it may be. Maybe you go out and do something you've always wanted to do because you haven't done it and you're depressed that you haven't done it and you didn't even realize it until you sat down in your room with a cup of tea and you wrote about it and you realized, oh my gosh. I promised myself I would go paddleboarding and I haven't done it yet. That's why I'm angry at myself. So you go out and you go paddleboarding. And then you come home and you feel energetic and you feel lighter. And that's as simple as it gets and that's what it is. So I used to take Adderall to, to help me get to those places so I could think. But awareness is all you need and listening to a podcast and reading a book and diving into some form of religion if that's what you want to do going to support groups knowing who you need to have in your life and who you do not need to have in your life knowing that alcohol is probably not the best choice for you if you're really struggling with your ADHD it's not. That was the key to me finding happiness without Adderall, was removing alcohol. I'm a huge supporter of that because alcohol is a depressant and I already struggle naturally with some depression so I don't need any help over there. But... There is a Bible verse that somebody said on a podcast that I want to repeat. It was a podcast about depression that I was listening to. I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of podcasts about depression, about ADHD, about Adderall. Um, Joe Rogan is just really good. 
um, Russell Brand. I listen to some stuff about areas of the environment that I'm interested in. I listen to a lot of self-help, a lot of motivation, like running motivation. There's a really good motivational podcast that I listen to, and I'll put the link in my show notes because it's great. Um, I do stuff all the time as much as possible in order to learn about myself and about tools that I can be using and about how to be a better person, how to be a better version of myself, how to expand what I care about all the time. I love doing it. It comes naturally to me. I believe it comes naturally to all of us. And depression can make you feel like like you don't want to learn, like you don't want to engage with any of that. That's not you. That's your anger. That's your depression. You've got to push yourself just a little bit in the beginning. I had to push myself in the beginning to get up physically after stopping the Adderall. Even in the end when I was on Adderall, I because I didn't, it wasn't doing the same thing for me. I still had all the issues in my life because I wasn't dealing with the sadness inside that was causing the depression, with the anger inside that was causing the depression. I wasn't dealing with those things. So I would have to literally force myself to do certain things, to walk around the block, to go to the gym, to to do anything, to do guided meditation for three minutes, for five minutes. You have to always be learning, even if it's only a little bit. But I was listening to a podcast about depression, and he read a, um, a verse from Psalm. And it says, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy. And what I got from that is we all get sad. We do. And those of us with ADHD, I think we kind of feel like we get really sad. And we get sad easily. And we get sad a lot. Um, and it can feel, it can feel very painful. But it's, it's okay to have that happen. Because once you, you really feel that sadness sober, with no masking, with, with courage, with, with a responsibility to yourself by looking into that sadness, writing about it, talking to a very good friend that you can trust about it, Googling something about your sadness that you don't understand, anything that you can do. You're going to find joy in that. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. You will find joy. Every time I've sat down and I've started writing a journal entry and I start crying, I, I feel okay after. And that okay turns into joy because I'm able to be lighthearted now and go into my life and understand who I am and why I was sad and how to not have that happen again. And that is taking care of yourself. 
that is doing for you, for your heart and your whole body, what Adderall is tricking your brain into thinking that you're doing. And you're not doing anything. You might even be making things harder on yourself because you're not learning. You're not learning how to give yourself that warm comfort that's real by understanding who you are, why you were hurt, how to fix it, how to even want to fix it. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy. You go out weeping, carrying seeds to sow. You have to have ideas. You have to have knowledge. You have to have curiosity. You have to have courage. When you feel like you don't have any of that, there was a long time, there were a lot of times, almost my whole life, where I felt like I'm 35 now. And just in this last year, I finally felt like as a sober woman, I have ideas. I have knowledge. I have wisdom. I used to always need a drug to feel like that. I didn't realize that just because I needed the the drug to feel confident with that doesn't mean I didn't have it. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of people are making with this drug is they think Adderall is giving them wisdom. They think Adderall is giving them ideas. They think Adderall is giving them the, these human qualities, these human God qualities. Maybe I shouldn't say human God. These, they think Adderall is giving them these ideas and this curiosity. And they, they think it's all coming from the Adderall when it's not. It's coming from you. The Adderall is just giving you a boost of confidence to express yourself. Or energy to go out and do what you already know how to do. So if you can sit there... Work through your depression, work through your anger, work through your ADHD symptoms symptoms that you're struggling with. Learn how to be organized for yourself. Learn how to not be taking things so personally. Hypersensitivity is huge with ADHD. If you learn how to not take things so personally, you won't have to struggle with hypersensitivity holding you back. You just won't. It's hard to learn that. I'm working on that. It's not easy, especially working in in the industry that I work in, but you have to learn it eventually. Everybody that takes Adderall or, or whatever drug that you might take to function, what are you gonna do if you wake up tomorrow and it's not there? What are you going to do if, if we get into a war like another country and none of, the, none of the pharmacies are filling prescriptions because we're in a crisis? What are you going to do? You're going to learn how to live without it. That's kind of like an extreme way to look at it. But I'm kind of an extreme person when it comes to certain things. And, like, you, you've got to ask yourself, like, 
if there was a crisis in your family, would you be able to handle yourself in order to take care of them or whoever you live with or even just yourself? There's a huge freedom in knowing that you could, in knowing that you can function without the Adderall. It's so liberating knowing that I don't need that in order to be myself, in order to feel smart, in order to feel confident. I don't, I don't feel like I know all the answers. I don't feel like I'm where I want to be yet. But I feel like I'm making progress and like everything I need is inside of me as long as I do the work to bring it out. And that's huge, getting there. And all it takes is self-reflection. All it takes is having boundaries with certain people. All it takes is removing things from your life that are hurting you. It takes patience. It takes a lot of silence. We're always putting things in our brain, which I think is great. I think it's really great. I, I love listening to podcasts and watching documentaries and reading books and listening to music and learning from the world around me. But it's also really important to just enjoy silence, to just meditate or just drive with nothing on or just just to be go on a walk with no headphones and that's pretty much it that's all I really wanted to talk about so I really hope you enjoyed this little bit of recovery and I will talk to you guys soon